Yeah, I can't park my car, get my bags, and put on some weight, will you? Hey, Wang, what's with the pictures? It's a parking lot. Come on, will you? Hey, orange balls. I'll have a box of those. Give me a box of those naked lady tees and give me two of those. Give me six of those. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Damn! Have you heard the latest one about the Jew, the Catholic, and the colored boy who went to heaven? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a doozy, Judge. Colored boy. I christen thee the Flying Wasp. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? I don't know. No, actually, I'm a rich millionaire. You see, my doctor told me to get out and carry golf bags a couple of times a week. Uh, hey, you're a funny kid, you know? Yeah, what time you do back in Boys Town? <laughs> he's about 455 yards away. He's been hit about two hours. Well, you got all of that. Can you make a bull shot? Can you make a shoe smell? Very funny, you are, right? Why don't you get yourself a real haircut here? I'll guarantee you'll never be a member here. Member? Are you kidding? You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? But this whole place sucks. That's right, it sucks. Only reason I'm here is maybe I'll buy it. Buy? Bushwood? Oh, this is your wife. Oh, a lovely lady. Hey, baby, you're all right. You must have been something before electricity, huh? <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. That's only 50 cents. Yeah, Lou raised the price of Coke. He's been losing it to track. Well, I ain't paying no 50 cents for no Coke. Uh, you ain't getting no Coke. So I jump shipping on. And I make my way over to Tibet. And I get on as a looper at a course over there in Himalaya. A looper? Looper. You know, Caddy, Looper. Jack. So I tell him I'm a pro Jack. And who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself. The 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, all striking. So I'm on the first tee with him. I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks with a big hitter. Long into a 10,000-foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the land is? No. So we finish 18. He's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know. And he says, oh, uh, you don't get any money. And when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going, which is nice. 
Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. I forgot how long that intro is, dude. That's like the whole movie there. What even... a movie, though. I oh. mean, really. If, if Are there you had any to sit more... through a long intro, it's the no, opposite of last week's intro. Well, it's funny. The, the <laughs> What, Wang? Was that last week? Did we do no, Wang? Was that that? Computer. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, is that yeah. what that's, that is? That's yeah. uh, Wing, whoever Wing. sings that. But uh, I'm actually yeah. glad you played Caddyshack this week because it brings up a, a discussion I was having. Do you consider Caddyshack a sports movie? Yeah. Okay. I do. Because we uh, McVeigh just announced that Rudy is the most overrated sports movie of all time. Did you see that? No. Sean McVeigh? Which just, the, the guy's dead to me now. Like, like, I, I mean, I love hey, the, hey Sean, can... do me a favor. Keep your movie critics. <laughs> Did you see Rudy for... is the most overrated sports movie of well, all time? You know who was the most overrated team last year in the NFL? The Rams. Yeah, how so many points did uh, you score in a Super, in Super Bowl? Bowl? Right. You got outclassed, Mr. Know Every Play You've Ever Run. So that makes it, because I had a dead number one. But now it's got to, I mean, Caddyshack's my number one movie of all time. Of so course. if you're going to go top five sports movies all time quickly, what do you, what do you got? Oh, man. Um, you know, I have my personal favorites, uh, but I think, like, added to the list. Obviously, you know, I, I don't know how you not put Rudy. I don't know how you not put Hoosiers. I don't know how you not put... I think put, I have Rudy around number three but, or four. But, but comedy or serious, because there's two distinct well, that, classes. Like, well, Slapshot is a great sports movie, but it's a comedy. I can't put that in the same category as Hoosiers. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Th- and that's why like, Caddyshack, to me, is the greatest movie of all time. Rocky might be my right. fifth favorite movie right. of all time, there so you that's go. So Rocky, be my number two. Right, Rocky's not a comedy. You know then, what I'm saying? I, I have to put him in Hoosiers and Rudy, to me, is almost a coin flip Sure, for that three spot, four spot. Okay. You got something that's uh, above and beyond for number one? Yeah, number one, Caddyshack. Oh, okay, okay. Number two, Rocky. Right, but you see, like, if I'm doing a, a list of sports movies as comedies, Caddyshack's getting the top. I'm separating them because I don't, to me, Caddyshack and Hoosiers are in a different world. It's not the same type of movie at all. No, like, it's not. Like, and that's Field why of I Dreams almost like to leave Caddyshack my, off Field the... of Dreams is one of my all-time favorite sports movies. That's that's the best of the Kevin Costners, in my opinion, right? His whole sports genre. Which is highly praised because you love Bull Durham. I do, but I, you know, Field of Dreams is different. Bull Durham is a comedy. If it's going in category A with Slapshot and whatever else, it's on its yeah, own. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to do a list of the top 10 sports movies, you got to be able well, to. Well, then separate. I'm doing the top five comedy and the top five non comedy. That's my list. So I'll give you the Hoosiers. So, like, Major League is in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Major League is. I could watch that movie from beginning to end any day it comes on. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter what day it is. One of my all time favorite movies. It's a classic. Every line in it's brilliant. Does the natural crack for you? I do like The Natural, but I can't watch it. Like, I've seen it three or four times. There's some movie you love about a guy who was like a journeyman ball Stealing Home. Yeah, that's That's in my list. Yeah, Mark Hart. And you know what's funny? It's crazy. So I was just watching a show, which we've talked about probably on the air, or at least uh, in privately, The Good Place, right? I told you to get it. Yeah, I watched the first episode or two of it. Right, right. All right. So they're finishing it up. Four seasons. I saw it advertised. You can binge it. It's going to end. Big Stern reference in The Good Place. I didn't. I picked it up as I was binging season three. Oh, yeah. Isn't the girl a big fan of uh, Kristen Bell? She's a big Howard fan. Like, I know that they're friends in real life, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's see. She's married to that dope. Yeah, Dak Shepard. Yeah. Yeah, after she left your buddy. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I don't like her. That's why I hold it against Dak Shepard. Sure, I, <laughs> I hold it left, against him and her. Paternity brother for... For him. For him. Yeah, and he has no career. Uh, but listen to this. Tell me if you think this is a stern reference, okay? 
it would help if there's volume. Oh, yeah. You ready? I'll, go, I'll do it one more time so you get a good hear there. You're the fanciest person I know. Next to my friend Ronnie who drives a limo. He's in limos all the time. <laughs> I mean, Ronnie the limo driver. Right, yeah, it has to be a Stern reference, right? Mm-hmm. Next to my friend Ronnie, who drives. I think Ronnie limo. actually had his best week on the show. If uh, oh, that was funny. What was that last week? What he exploded yeah. about his party? <laughs> <That's great. laughs> absolutely fantastic. Anyway, so uh, well, I don't remember exactly what I was, uh, why I was referencing the good place besides the uh, limo thing. What were we talking about right before that? Help me out here. Don't make me. Yeah, rewind we were talking about sports movies, and then we were talking about. Uh, Oh, so they. Oh, okay. oh Mark so, Harmon. Right, is, Mark Harmon. So yeah, on go. the Good Place, as I was watching it, uh, one uh, one of the characters loves Mark Harmon. So she's like, you know, all the women say you should watch a movie called Stealing Home. He was at his prime then. Oh wow! Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, wow, look at that. Home a stealing Home reference. What is I Mark never Harmon thought. famous for? A TV show? Right? NCIS. Okay. Yeah, he's been on the uh, NCIS show for like a million years now. Yeah, I don't watch those, but no, yeah, but I know the name Mark Harmon. People, I, mean, I yeah, know that he's a yeah, people like actor. All right, well, welcome to episode 120-something of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. I think we're at 126. Six. Yeah, last week was 125. Uh, I'm just going to keep saying 120-something because I lost track. we got uh, another month. Yeah, you know. All right, uh, Nick, why don't you start me off on your first and best general knowledge question. I got one for you to fire back at you, and we'll give these people the trivia that they love. Big night tonight. Quizzo starts at Ocean's Casino Resort in Atlantic City, New Jersey. In the 1800s. Mm. What painter's name became the source of a word meaning full-figured? This happened during the 1800s. What painter's name became the source of a word meaning full-figured? Voluptuous. Yes. You got, but, well, that's not the word. That's not the word. But, yes. Full-figured is equal to voluptuous. But that's not the word. Oh, okay. I was like, there's an artist named no, Voluptuous? No. no. How artist, have I never learned that? What artist's name was turned into a word meaning full Meaning figure. like voluptuous. Meaning... Uh, when describing artwork. When describing artwork. Man, my art knowledge is like... I told you, this is how I got sacked at uh, that 1 versus uh, 100 or whatever that show I was on. They threw me. Oh, like was they, it an art question? I don't yeah, remember well, they, what they question gave they me, gave you. They gave me sports to knock the person off, and I destroyed her. And then they gave me against an art history uh, teacher, and they gave me like three art oh, history. You, you got teacher. no right. chance against a guy like right. that. Right, girl like that, she crushed me. Girl like um, that. is there like a Monet, a Manet? This is eighteen hundreds. Yeah, so that's before these guys, right? Before those guys, you got to go back to the sort of Renaissance art style. Of before those impressionists. It might help you more if you think of the term, like what they call it, like this type of woman, like a yeah. That's she's one that, that's where I she's blank. She's something esque. Plump. Oh, she's. Uh, she's it ends in esque. esque. It's this guy's that's name great. plus esque. That's great. <laughs> Grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I I don't know, man. I'm blanking. Okay, have you ever heard of the term Rubenesque? I have not. Okay, so there you go. But right, um, uh, Ruben, I assume. Yeah, Peter Paul Rubens. Peter Paul. Rubens. He drew full figured women in his paintings. I know. And then Paul Rubens start. is Pee Wee Herman, and that's a completely different guy. 
Right. <laughs> different, <laughs> That's different. totally not the same thing. Yeah, this is Although there's a joke there, for sure. So, Rubenesque. So yeah, you're, Rubenesque. You're telling is, me if I said to a woman, you know, you're quite Rubenesque, and she... It depends. I, I, I mean, I think it's me. in a good it's way. Probably, no, I mean, I think it's like in a good like way. It's like Kim Kardashian West is Rubenesque. Is that what you're telling me? I think so. Because I, I, it's like I said, it's it's a good thing, I think. I don't think it's a bad thing. I could never really see Kanye West leaving her behind. <laughs> no. You know? Just yeah. saying. Just saying. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question then, Nick. It has nothing to do with Rubenesques. All right. Do you have any idea the first company to produce a handheld cellular phone? I'm pretty sure I do know this. Is it Motorola? It is. Yes. Motorola. Yes. Way to hold on to the market share lead, guys. I think my friend had one. Used to carry around like a suitcase. <laughs> right, with a battery pack. Yeah, we went on a road of... trip. And, I mean, just this is how old I am. Motorola. Uh, yeah, we went on a road trip and he packed <laughs> that thing under the seat. <laughs> it was like, you pull it out, it's got like a satellite attachment yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Costs you screw something in. $7, Seven dollars a minute to talk on it. <laughs> Barely hear anything. Yeah, all right. Well, there you go. So Motorola, the first handheld and did not manage to keep that brand Let me see if you strong. can figure this one out. What country has the most vending machines per capita? Go with Japan. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. One Vending machine for every day. 23 people. Freaking love their vending <laughs> it's machines. It's part of the culture, it's like man. You unbelievable. Get it. You got a hot and bowl of soup. Oh, yeah. The I, did you see, did I show you the robot uh, ice cream guy vending machine? Nah. Oh, my God. Get they a ice it's cream? a self-contained ice cream shop, <laughs> and, it's and it's a, a robot, and, awesome. and he's got a smiley face, and he literally like moves the thing, gets the thing, puts it under the soft serve, hands it to you. Then it like goes into like a little thing, uh, like you know those. Uh, have you ever gone into those security like bubbles at the uh, airport where yeah. it like goes in on one side and then you come out on the other? Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it yeah, right. rotates. Yeah, yeah, so it like sticks it in that and then it like spins it around so that you could pull it out. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm surprised that vending machine technology has not come. Well, it's, it's, yeah. we're trying to get jobs. <laughs> That's not helping. Yes, yeah, you, know, you know what I mean. We got I can see that being huge on college campuses. Japan's all about efficiency. We are the opposite of that. We are just all about jobs. Jobs at the uh, cost efficiency isn't even a thought process here. It's like if you got as long as somebody's doing something, it's better than them being a degenerate. Well, That's that, the thought process. That is true. Yeah, isn't that? There's a guy running for president on the Democrat side. I can't remember what his name is, but one of his things is to give everybody a thousand bucks a month. Great idea. You know this guy? Have you no. heard this guy? Well, his big his big thing is we're heading towards automation oh. at a rate that is just unsustainable. so unsustainable. So we need to figure out quickly how we're going to pay for all of these people because they're going to. So like, like we got to start figuring it out, yeah. Quick, because yeah, they're going to all be at the gates. I think he calls it at, like a living wage. Yeah, where living it's wage. like go look at South Africa get, right now. There's basically like walled cities, and if you live in one, like you might be somewhat safe, and if you don't live in one, you are going to be killed, raped, or murdered. Hmm. It's unbelievable. Well, we should be looking into it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it does. You know, I mean, the good thing though is that our president isn't taking any crap from Chrissy Teigen. That <laughs> really, what a battle to fight! That would really be. That's, unnerving, you know what I, I mean? Just, if he just I, let her get away with it. I, I love the fact that he. Uh, that he just wants to engage in celebrity fights still. Oh, yeah. He's like, this is like the WWE to him. 
I think I think this is like a giant wrestling match. Like he's like hey, the Iron Sheik. We got the Iron Sheik. We got the Chinese ones. We got the Russian ones. I'm the I'm the I'm the wrestler. I still do the Boshnak. I don't know why. I don't I don't understand why. Instead I of do the Trump. Donalds, yeah, it's just Long Boshnack. Island. All right, let's move on to sports. What do you say? Here you Sounds got. Good. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I got a couple of gems for you here. Great. Do you know who the first person ever inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a tight end the first time he was eligible was? So the first tight end on his first eligible year that got voted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mm. Ditka? And that, wouldn't you think? Right? That's not right. No. Dang. I know. That what, was exactly my guess, what too. What did I do wrong? Right? Is it, is it before Ditka? No. It's after. Way after. All right. That's why so, I was so that's why I was so shocked. Is it Tony Gonzalez? Yes. Okay. Tony Gonzalez is I wouldn't just first... not guess that late. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's the first tight end ever to get inducted on his first try to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I which know, I found shocking. I know with the baseball hall of fame, now all of a sudden it's like a big thing to get in your first time. So yeah. only like especially Cal Ripken. The, especially or... with the steroid era, because there's gonna be a whole thing that goes yeah, down just, with that. It, it, not even talking about that. I'm just right, talking right, about right. like they don't even let a guy in that's worthy the first year because it's such an honor. But I didn't know football did that. Yeah. So I just assume Hall of Fame tight end get in yeah, just I as quick Mark as anybody Bavaro else. Was pro- I, I, in my head, I had no idea, but I assume there were some old, you know, some guys like... Uh, I'd like to see the list of the guys who were in. Sure. That's just something we never really touched on, like how many tight ends are even in. No. Kellen not, Winslow in? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not a very deep position. Got to figure Bavaro's like in. I don't know that. They didn't really use the tight end as much as, you know, obviously they no. do now. It was and, and it wasn't a glory position on any level, and it certainly wasn't an offensive weapon position. Sort of as the fullback has been taken out of the game, the tight end has. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly huge more. in fantasy. I mean, there's there's absolutely no question that uh, the, the rise of the tight end. Um, all right, let's see if I have. Yeah, Dicka got in, but in 88. Not on his first try. He got in in 88? Yeah. Yep. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> was he as good of a player as we th- as we think he was? Because, I mean, the fact that he didn't get in until 88, he'd already coached. I mean, it's almost like they let him in because he coached the Bears to a championship wow. and then let him in. There's as a only player. nine of them. Yeah. I'm, almost, I'm actually surprised there's that many thinking of it now. Yeah, you're ready? Start. The name them. Dave Casper, don't M- know Mike Ditka, Tony Gonzalez, John Mackey. That's the one that I thought would probably oh. be Ozzie Newsom. Okay, Charlie Sanders, Shannon don't Sharp, know. Jackie yes. Smith, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. Okay, yep. yeah, crazy small list. short list, and three of those guys I don't even know. Right. So there you go. All right. What do you got for me in the sports world? Okay, uh, Cincinnati Reds player Michael. Lorenzen was the first player since who to homer, play center, and get the win in a baseball game. Wow. Cincinnati, this happened uh, last week. Michael Lorenzen. Right, he came in in relief because the game yes. went so long. So he homered, he played center, and he earned the win. The first player to do that since who? In the same game? Same game. Okay. Played center, homered, earned the win. Rick Ankiel? No. Good guess. It would all fit. Yeah. <laughs> Who? 
Babe Ruth. Nineteen twenty one. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best. I love baseball Isn't because that of great? that. You just uh, never 90, know, folks. What is that? Ninety nine years. Ninety eight years. Oh yeah. There was a. Did you see the Nationals game uh, against the Mets? The oh. biggest comeback in like a hundred and something years. Was it really? You blew like a seven run ninth inning uh, lead with yes, I, two outs. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, and it was the biggest comeback in like a hundred and ten years of baseball. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Thanks for bringing that up again. You know, when I called uh, my stepfather the next day, he fell asleep. He never saw it. And he started crying when I told him what happened. That's oh, he's a big Nationals fan? Huge Nationals fan. Watches every game. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Goes to tons of them. Loves it. Hmm. So it makes it nice because I get to go to Nationals Brewers once a year with him. You know yeah. what I mean? Surprised I didn't know that. And I is big. Um, all right. So I'm going to ask the audience this in reverse. I guess when we were living down there. The Nationals weren't even... No, they were the Expos. They were still the Expos then. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's why I didn't... He latched on. He was a Senators fan. He was a Senators fan growing up. Okay. Well, that's why I didn't... He was a Dodgers fan. That's why I didn't know, because... There was no team. He was a Dodgers fan growing up in Brooklyn, and then when he moved to D.C., very early, he became a uh, Senators fan. Mm -hmm. And uh, they left. Oh, man. Makes sense if you're a huge baseball fan and, you know, you get a team. Yeah. Go all in. They've also been awesome. Like the last yeah. decade, the Nationals have not yeah, disappointed. Beautiful stadium. I mean, they were bad a, for, it's, it's for a, a while. But... That whole area. I remember seeing RFK when I was a kid in that area. It looked like the scariest place I've ever seen in my life. And what they've done to it is unbelievable. The area surrounding the stadium now. They have uh, DC United's new stadium and the Nats' new stadium built right there. Is, Fed- is it where FedEx Field is, or no? It's no, in a different area. Totally different area. This is in Southwest DC, in like in the heart of the district. Oh, okay. Surprising, and it's all new. Like everything around it is those brand new office uh, or uh, brand new apartment complexes and communities, and just surprised I haven't been down there. It's all waterfront. It's nice. Uh, You you definitely like it. Um, All right. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to ask this question in reverse on the quiz. But if I ask it in reverse to you, you'll get it in ten seconds. So, gotcha. um, Josh Jacobs of the Oakland Raiders Mm -hmm. became the first rookie running back since who to get a hundred yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns in his first NFL game. See, it surprises me that that would be a big deal, only because I feel like rookie running backs are usually pretty good. Right. That's why I thought it was impressive, because this dates back so far, I was like, you got to be kidding me. That cannot be right. I feel like... Yeah, I mean, I, like, I would have guessed, like, Saquon Barkley. Like, right. He didn't like, score twice didn't he, didn't last year? did he do that last year? I know he had 100 yards from scrimmage in he the first He didn't score week, twice. But he didn't score twice. No, he scored once. All right. I mean, was this, a, was this a, in any way a memorable event? That you it does specifically say two rushing touchdowns. So maybe Barkley did have two TDs, gotcha. but one was receiving. All right. I mean, I'll go with... Uh, I'm just saying if I'll you... I'll go with Adrian Peterson. Great guess. It's Ladanian Tomlinson. Uh, it was, yeah, ah, I know, I know, I, I know. Was, I was going to say Ladanian Tomlinson. Well, I, said, I really was going to say I, I was, that. The I don't hint know why I was going to throw Adrian you Peterson. is if you want a, a precursor of a fantasy career, <laughs> is there anybody... So... Pissed. I was gonna say Danny Tomlinson and Adrian Peterson. Two thousand and one. Yeah. I, so I don't like, know why that's changed my mind at the last That's minute. eighteen seasons since that's happened. So if you want a precursor to how good Josh Jacobs uh, could be, <laughs> the last guy to do what he did in his opening week was. Yeah, maybe the best fantasy football player ever. ever right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Is so, he the best ever? Oh, just in my mind, no question. The, it, it McCaffrey has to have like four years of what he's doing right now, and then he'll have that career because that's what he is now. 
McCaffrey last week was Tomlinson. He had two ten catches, he had two separate yards, two, hundred yards, right. scores here, scores there. Two separate yeah. stat lines. You have the receiver stat line, the running back stat line. Tomlinson was the first uh, running back besides Marshall Falk that I ever remember really being like he's a receiver. I, mean, I wanted McCaffrey so bad when he was coming out of college, and I I thought he was as good as he is. But I just look at him and think, how can he withstand? You know what though? That kind of use. Can, his his physical regiment is un. Yeah, parallel. It's gotta be. He has zero. Like, he's like zero percent body fat. He's chiseled. His legs are tree trunks. And his dad was a, a you know. I guess very it's just good. Like he appears lean to me. Wide he appears he doesn't though. He's really like stout yeah. for 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 a dude that short. He's only like five eight. Five, oh, nine. is that it? I thought he was taller. Nah, man, he's tiny. That's why he's just so powerfully built and low to the ground. Maybe Jeez, he's listed at five eleven. I don't think he is. Huh? I thought he was taller than that, but. I think it's. I would say he's somewhere between five nine and five eleven. All right. All right. Uh, what do you got in the way of uh, geography history? Anything interesting? Uh, I got one more yeah, sports, sports before we move sports. on. Yeah, because, yeah, sure. uh, yeah, you're right. He's listed at five eleven two hundred five. Okay. Seems reasonable. All right. Um. Uh, this is tough. This is tough, but I feel like if anybody can get this. You can, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens this uh, this upcoming week. Since 1990, only two coaches have won a national championship in football and also called their own offensive plays. I'll give you ten points for each one. Since what year? 1990. Only two coaches have won national championships. And called their own offensive plays. The first one that immediately comes to mind is Steve Spurrier. So you got you got your ten points, right, and, and that's the one. He's famous for being the guy that calls right, his own so plays. So great job, you got your ten points. If you could get this bonus, I mean, I'd be shocked. But I mean, a guy who did win a championship, there's only so many. But sure. he's definitely not one of the uh, the guys that like just jumps out. I can picture him with that card in his hand that they all have, you know, when they call their own right. plays, but. I mean, maybe through process of elimination, you could come up with them, but yeah, I mean that's uh, that's what I would have to do. So I know it's not saving; that's not his mo. So we could eliminate all of his championships. Um, Pete Carroll's a defensive guy; he's not calling the offensive plays. So goodbye, USC. Um, who was Texas's coach? Vince Young. Uh, Mac Brown. Mac Brown. Coach. No way. He had, he had very good offensive coordinators. I think Kingsbury might even have been one of them at one point in time. Um, <laughs> well, Bob Stoops, does he call his own plays? Nah, I don't strike me like that kind of guy. Who the hell else even? Uh, oh, what about Ohio State? Well, he's also a guy. Nah, nah I don't know. Hmm. No, nah, because that would be too obvious. If you said it's hard to get, it's not going to be Urban Meyer. He's he's an exceptionally obvious guy. Plus, I, I think that's what people are going to put. I don't. I don't ever remember hearing him call plays. No. So, hmm. Hmm. honestly, I'm. Blanking and they were saying on... this is actually a, a negative for Lincoln Riley, because Lincoln Riley coach th- he sure. does call his own plays. Right, but he hasn't won. He hasn't won. Oh no, he hasn't. But they're why. saying you know it's not an easy thing to do. The best college coaches seem to be more CEO types. Oh. Um... What about Jimbo Fisher? You got it. 
Yeah. Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher was the offensive coordinator under uh, Bobby uh, Bowden. Bowden. Yeah. Right. So they hired him in secession and they won a championship. There you go. You got it. Woo! Jimbo Fisher. It took me long enough. All I was doing there is trying to remember who won won a championship. (laughs) It wasn't even like, there's not not that many teams. No, that's You were down to Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I couldn't remember the Auburn guy's name. Uh, and then eventually it came to me, but I was like, nah, he he's not, he wasn't even an offensive guy, I don't think. Or he might... was with an M, right? Is that the, Malzahn? Is that his yeah, name, yeah, Gus yeah. Malzahn? Gus Malzahn, but, but I don't. It's not him. Yeah, no, you got it. Jimbo Fisher, man. Oh, wow. All right. So... He's done. It's a tough one. Thank you. All right. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to move on? Yeah, now to... we can move on. Okay. Um, so I'll start you off with a multiple choice question for geography history. Okay. Sounds good. Um, of the people tried during the famous Spanish Inquisition, how many were found guilty? 4%, 14%, or 44%? 44%. 4%. <laughs> the Spanish Inquisition that terrorized everybody. <laughs> it was considered one of the most humane courts in Europe compared to today's percentage of convictions. Hmm. So that's kind of interesting. That is. It's one of those like, uh, you know, the storming of the Bastille. How many yeah, there seven people? Seven people inside. Yeah. Yep. Like, remember uh, the? I think we had the question like at the time of the American Revolution, the colonies were the most taxed in the free world. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the least taxed in, in the world. They pay like no revolt. Taxes. Yeah. <laughs> These sons of bitches. I love that. Those are my favorites. So yep. No Spanish Inquisition. Not that bad. Uh, Unless you were Jewish. I was surprised I didn't know this. What state banned alcohol until 1966? So when Prohibition ended, ended, it took the state 33 years. And this is absolute proof that we need alcohol. Because this did no good. Mississippi? (laughs) Mississippi. Yes, (laughs) that seems... Let's see. You know why? Who's the lowest ranking everything and everything we think of? Do you know why they had it banned for an extra 33 years? Because of all the people making money off of the illegal alcohol, not wanting it to go back legal. See what I'm saying? Like, bootleggers are making a fortune off of running illegal booze, and then when they repealed it in 1933, they're like, you're going to kill all this business. So they kept it illegal until 1966, when finally... That's unbelievable. <laughs> it's I, it's, that's, it's, unbelievable. <laughs> that's a tough state, man. Yeah. Down there, it's like... <laughs> you're trying down there, to, you're on your own. <laughs> oh, <man>. you are just, <laughs> First of all, you better be from down there. Yeah. You, know you show mean? up, they know. They you're better know who state. your dad is. You know what I mean? If they don't right. know your, who your dad is... Or you better you have like an official reason for being there. You know, And even <laughs> then, be traveling with a group. Like you're all down there for a reason. I just I remember being pulled over there and it's like uh what did I do, officer? It's like, uh you're from New Jersey. It's like wait, you just pulled me over because 'cause I'm from New Jersey? He's like, Yeah. I'm gonna have a look at you. See what you're up to. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> like you thought you were gonna drive through what, here what, with what, a New Jersey whoa, whoa. license? You're what? driving through a small <laughs> town. In Mississippi, and when New with Jersey New Jersey, like, and you think we're not going to pull you over just for curiosity? And I was like, I thought that the was only illegal. people from New Jersey we know of are criminals. <laughs> we that's all we see on the TVs and movies, or famous people. We thought you might be Frank Sinatra. Yeah, we're calling him back up just to have a look at you. Yeah, see what's like, going on. 
Those guys are entirely boring. <laughs> All right, this is uh, this is an interesting one because it's sort of a bridge gap between uh, the uh, geography, history, and entertainment. And I always like those. I always like putting those at the end of rounds. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I feel like it's a nice way to transition. So uh, the Beatles only played one show in their entire history in Florida. Did you know that? I did not know that. And uh, it was on this day, by the way, nineteen sixty-four. Okay. What city hosted the only Beatles show in the state of Florida? So, 1964, Florida. Hmm. Is it, I'm going to say three cities. Tell me if it's one of the three, so I don't waste any more time. Is it Tampa, Orlando, or Miami? No. Okay. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I would never have gotten it. The way I'm asking it is, in 1964, the Beatles played their first and only show at the Gator Bowl in what Florida city? The Gator Bowl? Yeah, the Gator Bowl is in Jacksonville. Okay. That's why I think it's a double good question because everybody's going to say Gainesville. Is that where Georgia plays yeah. Florida every yeah, the year? the world's biggest cocktail party. Yeah, yeah. they play in Jacksonville, yeah. right? They play at a neutral site that Absolutely. game every year? Yep. Gator Bowl? Okay. Gator Bowl, yep. It's the Gator Bowl site. It's where the Gator Bowl is played. Uh-huh. I For some reason, I would have thought the Gator Bowl would be in uh, Gainesville, Gainesville, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's why it's a double... Double good right. discussion question. Yeah, that's definitely a crossover. Yep. Kind of hits that. All right, I got one more geography history for you before we move on. Do it. By volume, what is the largest body of water inside the United Kingdom? By volume, what is the largest body of water inside the UK? I do give a clue in the question if you'd like the clue that the, the audience taps? is going to get. No. No, I don't know then. I ask it. Famous for something else. The Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, the Loch, Loch Ness. Loch, Loch, Loch Ness. Ness is the yeah, largest there you go. Yeah, they say it's like so deep and mysterious, and then that's why they've always had like... I heard a scientist who was like, this is not a mystery. There are giant eels that can grow really, really, really big. That live in Loch Ness? Yeah. Okay. He's like, it's it's not unusual. It was that picture that somebody forged that like threw it threw, all out. Right, it but somebody like, oh, probably a long a... time ago saw a giant eel. Giant eel. Like, did no, you ever see? You. Did you ever see that Shaquille O'Neal of cows that yes. I once showed you? Yes. Yes. Right. That's so imagine the Shaquille O'Neal of eels. Yeah. Wouldn't you think it's a snake monster? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's not unusual to be like, oh, at one point in time, a freakishly large eel was born, and it probably lived however long it lived, and then died. And like wherever it is, it's just always foggy. The water's black. <laughs> if you it's saw, like if you, I'm telling cold, you, you saw the Shaquille O'Neal of the eels, you would freak water. the hell out. You would not be into it. No, that would not make you comfortable. You would tell tales of legend. <laughs> All right, uh, you want to move on to yeah, entertainment? Sure. All right. Oh. I love these. All right, so we've had lots of discussions about Jump the Shark. You know Jump the Shark's gone now, right? Like, I heard it on okay, the Okay, we were just talking about last week. Yeah. And said, then somebody said discussion. that Jump the Shark, Jump the Shark. Sure, but uh, Heinz said they killed the brand. Like, TV Guide just couldn't maintain it, and they didn't maintain the website. What now, is TV Guide even doing nothing. maintaining itself? Well, that's, that's what's funny, because remember it's funny, we just billion, had a question yeah, about the that. billion copies sold to nobody I didn't even think of this. That was a weekly magazine too so that yeah. makes a big difference Yo, if you're versus a monthly of versus course. a monthly it's four Huge. times the no, no question so it makes a lot of sense yeah now. yeah yeah. it's uh, people got that 
that that was definitely like once you put some thought into it. But um, uh, anyway, the um, the jump the shark. Uh, somebody uh, went through a list of shows and asked Ayn, you know, when did this jump the shark? When did this jump the shark? When did this jump the shark? And then he mentions this one show, and I was like, "There's no way." And I went and looked it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the worst." That idea. this actually happened, right? So I'll yeah. ask you, Nick, what sports team visited Gilligan's Island in the show that is listed as the time Gilligan's Island Gosh, officially so, jumped that's the shark? It's really funny that you brought this up. Is it the Harlem Globetrotters? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, that is great. Visiting Gilligan's Island. That is so great. All in uniform somehow. I mean, their boat right, probably. Right, their boat right yeah. got stranded. I love how everybody gets onto the island, but no one will rescue them. Yep. They always <laughs> it's like they always leave, the and then it's like, peace out, always... goodbye. Yep. Yeah, but can you imagine? Good no. New, good news, Gilligan. The that could not Harl- have happened. Yeah, right. That could not have happened. So, you know, Heinz rattling off when shows jump the shark, and they're like, Gilligan's Island. He's like, Harlem Globetrotters, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not even. He's got everyone memorized. Oh, he's got everyone memorized. He's yeah, got yeah, a yeah. mind like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like a steel trap. I yeah, love when it. When it comes to TV, yeah. Harlem Globetrotters. Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> like, need you need say no more, sir. You are correct. That is absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, Don't, no explanation. No explanation needed. needed. Was the Brady Bunch when the cousin showed up? Yes, Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> every every one of those shows. Uh, married with children had a kid. Seven, Seven. growing pains had Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio. come. Yep. They they all get a kid. Oh, that's or... a good trivia question. What actor was the cause of cause, uh, was the yeah. cause of growing pains jumping the shark? Right, right, right. Uh, which is funny because the one time that uh, what's his uh, who's the patron saint of jump the shark? Uh, um, McGill. Uh, McGill- Ted McGinley. McGinley. Ted McGinley. 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 The one time he didn't cause a show to jump the shark was. Was he in Growing Pains? No, no, no. Oh, in, uh, the married he... with Children. Oh, yeah, he was good. He was Jefferson Darcy. He was Jefferson. It was Steve first. Steve was terrible. Yeah. Jefferson Darcy Jefferson. was much better than Steve. Much better character for Marcy. And the show was very good with him for a yeah. number of years. It jumped when they got that kid. Seven. Yeah, yeah. Right. Dumbest idea ever. But Jefferson, the I'll never forget how funny it was the moment Marcy Darcy recognized that her name was Marcy Darcy. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, episode? I remember that episode. Yeah, it was one of the best episodes. A Marcy Darcy? A Marcy Darcy. A Marcy Darcy. <laughs> Just I don't know why I thought that. What's your last name, hon? Darcy. A Marcy Darcy. Yeah, Marcy Darcy. All right. What you got? Entertainment. Uh, who Entertain was- me. Who was the sponsor for the Bad News Bears? What was the sponsor for the Bad <laughs> News Bears? Buttermaker. God, I love Buttermaker. I love that movie. How do I not know that? But they have it right on their shirt. They got it right on their shirt. God damn it. <laughs> Is it a newspaper? No. Better. <sighs> I don't know. You want a clue? Yeah. Bail bonds. Bail bonds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Chico's bail bonds. Chico's bail bonds. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's funny all by itself. Yes, it is. Yes, the bad news bears. Oh, happy, my God. Happy with that one. I would be, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know that I have something as good to follow that up for uh, uh, bad news bears. Let's see what I can give you. Hmm. All right. This is sort of interesting. Um, what video game company... Also created the 
the kids chain Chuck E. Cheese. Our Atari. Yes. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. The creator of Atari also launched Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. I didn't yep. know that. And, uh, and uh, Showbiz Pizza, too, I guess, which is yeah. West Coast. Which oh, okay. We never got. I don't so, know that one. Yeah. Nolan Bushnell is uh, left Atari before founding. You know, I always love when a guy can strike gold twice like that. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. No, usually it's a total failure. To Elon start. Musk's been trying to do it like six times a day. <laughs> he's got a new company today. He's he's releasing R.I.P. Harambe. Right, right. <laughs> so what are you doing today, Elon? I'm going into the studio. I got this sick beat. And I'm going to do a rap about a dead gorilla. Did you hear he's trying to nuke uh, Mars? Did you hear this theory he had? Oh, I, I, I'm i scared of his theories at this I, point. I think his theory, and not being an astrophysicist myself, I don't understand this at all. Lacking but, astrophysicist <laughs> but there's some, training. Some theory he has where if you nuke the poles of right. Mars, it could create an atmosphere that would somehow... Keep it warm. I'm sure, there's it needs an atmosphere to warm it up. Right. I'm sure That's there's so no cold. potential ramifications of just randomly trying <laughs> no to bring the- nuclear <laughs> weapons into <laughs> space and seeing what happens. Right. I assume that that can only go in a positive direction. And it still makes no sense to me why that would. Oh, maybe because if it creates enough dust, like if you if you blow it up and there's that much. Dust in the air? I don't, I don't know. know. It makes no sense to me. All right, so I'm going to end the quiz on one of the more disturbing things that I've ever come across in my entire life. Funny, but disturbing. Okay. So do you know what 16-year-old rapper became famous on the Dr. Phil show for the catchphrase, oh, catch you outside? All right, so I, I know the catch you outside girl. Yeah, catch yeah, you outside. I, mean, I, I saw that clip on Dr. Phil. I, I watched the whole thing. It's hilarious. Yeah. But I, it's like the catch outside girl. I didn't know that she has a, she's now a rap. I knew she was. She has a persona, a rap, the whole thing. Like, all right. So, and then I'll tell you about a great story to end the show on. First it's of all. It's not you- the same girl that's accusing Antonio Brown. Of- <laughs> catch outside. That was good. That was good. Way I, to bring I, that together. I got nothing else. I like that. Sorry. I like that. Sorry. That's a good example, folks. If you make me laugh with a bad wrong answer, I will have mercy on you when I read your score out loud because that's, you know, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking. Yeah, for and if you humor. say "f your mom," you are not going to get not any. Getting points. You're not, You're not getting, getting sympathy. Points. For By me. the way, just so you know, just it's not so any. You know. I'll take off for spelling at that point. Yeah, just you so say, you know, the host is hot. That gets my attention. Yeah, it's F your mom, and stuff, maybe. You right, know, could help. All right, so uh, her stage name is Bad Baby. Never heard it before, and I so I, I don't feel bad getting it wrong. And, and I know you don't want to know how that's spelled because it's not spelled in any way that you would assume it is. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you happen to know her hit song? I, I don't. I never heard the term "bad baby" before. <laughs> okay, so her hit song is called "Gucci Flip Flops." What's her net worth? That's what I want to know. Well, does so, she have so here's the a story. lot of money so here's now? The, so here's the story. So be... David Spade made a joke about her. Okay. All right. And on the internet, right? Like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know who this person is. It's just like, you know, next you're going to be the catch me outside girl, right? So her fans apparently mobilized and went after him. And he's like, uh, somebody's like, she's way more famous than you. He's like, she's way more famous. I've been in like a million movies and, you know, da da da. And she's Hit been TV the TV show. Right. And she's been the catch me outside girl for five seconds. And they're like, 
yeah, she's got 14 million followers on Instagram, and you've got about a million. So wow. she's way more famous than you. Well. And he's like, okay, well, if you're going to use facts, <laughs> then that's a different story. But I'm just saying in terms that's of history. That's a good point. So they ended up making uh, uh, settling their beef. Um, and David Spade starred in the video of uh, Gucci flip-flops okay, with a cameo, which is a very disturbing video. A very, very disturbing video. I can't even imagine. Well, Nick, Nor I'm about I. to play Gucci flip-flops, but first, uh, I would like you to guess how many plays this song has. If she's got 14 million followers, I assume they've all listened to it at least 20 times. So that puts it at nice. that's good math. Puts it at about I'll say uh, two hundred and eighty million. One hundred and sixteen million. Okay, still not ten bad. times. Ten times. Um, I would also like to point out that this young lady is sixteen years old singing this song. Oh boy! Yeah. Just wait for it. It ain't good. And I don't love that David Spade's in the video too because somebody had to tell me like you know she's sixteen. I'm like nah. Away. Good Gucci flip flops, fucking hit your bitch in my socks. This a big white, diamonds dripping off for the clock. Pull the six out, winter time, dropping the top. Give it to they pussy ass. She's not even allowed to listen to this. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand how you can. How can you perform this? How can you make a video it's for this? It's illegal for you to own this. I mean, fortunately for me, I have no idea what she's talking about. I don't even know if <laughs> so these are curse it words. Really matter? But that's the whole thing. Yeah. I'm assuming I'm hearing very bad words, but maybe I'm wrong. Like, are those English words? The bad thing is, she seems as good as anybody else that I've heard doing this. For 116 her million I mean, hits. Is she worse than Cardi B? I mean. Sign her up. But there was, she was star. on Lights Out two nights ago with David Spade. It's probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, watching them like try to... She's going to be a huge star. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's nothing, else you can, nothing else you can say. That is a star in the making right there. Big baby. Yeah, okay. Anyhow, so uh, there's some new music from the Quizzo Trivia Podcast for you to make sure your kids never listen to. Uh, Nick, do you have a final question before we end it on something a lot more wholesome yeah, than sure. that? Yeah, sure. What? I'll give you this within two years. What was the last time the sale of vinyl, vinyl records generated more money than the sale of CDs? Uh, that would be this year <laughs> because I had that question and I skipped over it. How funny is that? Not only that, I... I believe there will be a mention of it on the Stern Show as a result of this research. That's all uh, I can tell you. Well, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, all it, over me. It, it, passed, uh, it passed this year for the first time in, what, 30 years? 88. Yeah, 1988, so 30 years. 31 years. Jeez. Final outsold CDs. <laughs> Talk about a dead... Oh, man. Uh, I, I just... I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. So, like, Gary... Knowing oh, yeah, he's right. My vinyl is telling him. He was telling him. Vinyl is coming back. Yeah, they've been saying it for years. I have not jumped on the bandwagon. I just stick with my streaming, my low-quality streaming. All right, that's it for episode Sounds 126 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. For Nick, my name is Drew. We'll see you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.